Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. What if you could be a better player for the cost of one more cup of coffee a month? Get access to a growing library of lit erotica, behind-the-scenes action, and player's guides with tips on drinking, cooking, fitness, dating, sex, and life after dark. Low tier rate while offer lasts. Patreon.com. Game on with Jack. Keep it sexy and game on. Good people, sexy people, what is going on? Welcome to another uh, edition of Game On with Jackson Stewart. I'm your host. And as always, I appreciate you taking time out to check out the show, uh, get some useful tidbits, tips, hacks, information, whatever you want to call it, um, on the pursuit of you becoming a better player. A couple of places to check out more of Game On. Uh, go to youtube.com slash at Game On with Jack, patreon.com slash Game On with Jack, and Twitter. The handle is Game On with Jack, so you can see there is a pattern. Um, <laughs> so definitely check those out. I really appreciate you guys that have been subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, please, by all means, if you haven't, take a moment, jump on, and become part of the growing movement to, you know, just be, be better, you know, and I know there's a lot of debate about the best way to be better. And it seems like there's this concept that to be a better man, you have to be angry and aggressive and be a dick and you don't have to be all that. You can be better and be stronger and be more resilient and willful and powerful, but you can at the same time be gentle and kind and supportive and strong and, and so on. And so I just think that that is, uh, and maybe we'll do a show about that because I've been hearing this from a lot of guys and I see a lot of stuff on, on social media. And I, not to say I want to combat that because it, it's not a fight, but I do want to address the idea that a, a better you is a more is in some way a worse you, depending on how people deal with you, that, you know, to be seen and to be respected, you have to be uh, belligerent and feared. And that's not the case. So that's a show idea for down the road. Today, we were talking about Game On's reading list for men, my mandatory reading list for men. This is a list that I feel personally uh, makes you a, a better player. Some of these you may agree with. Some you may say, Jack, where the hell are you getting this from? That's cool. That's fine. You may have your own reading list. I'd love to hear it. Shoot me an email uh, through Podbean, or you can comment on some of the YouTube videos. Would really enjoy, uh, you know, what you feel is a good reading source for you. Because, um, you know, 
we stop reading as people once we're no longer forced to. When we get out of school, we don't pick up a book. Most people. And it's very sad. You know, maybe work forces us to read something and, and then come out, we bitch about memos and and emails and, and training guides and et cetera. But when was the last time that you picked up a book and you read it of your own free will, your own volition? Reading, to me, is fundamentally one of the greatest freedoms that people can have. Because, you know, there have been times throughout history on the planet when a marginalized or oppressed people, regardless of, you know, whatever color those oppressed people were or gender or et cetera, weren't allowed to educate themselves because you cannot, you can only bind and control an uneducated mind. Not only an uneducated, like stupid, but just not aware of that mind's place in, in the universe. You know, you're not aware of the fact that you can control your own choices. You can control your day. You can control your emotions. You can control your expectations. You're not aware of that. And in that, I mean, uneducated in that sense i mean ignorant you are you can only control that kind of a mindset by not allowing it to grow by not allowing it to learn more so when i hear people say i don't read a book you know what the hell is that about i'm like what why not you know reading you can literally be anything if you read about it and and to some degree an offshoot of that is you can jump on youtube and watch videos about how to do a ton of stuff. Hell, I've done it. You have to fix a sink. I'm like, shit, what am I looking for? Jumped on YouTube, pulled up a video. That is another form of self-education. But reading, there's something a little bit more, I'm going to say, uh, deep-reaching, maybe almost primal, I think if I use that word, about holding a book. And flipping through the pages, you know, it's it's hitting you on multiple aesthetic levels, not just sight, but touch and smell, and et cetera. So the whole point of that is read a book. <laughs> and if you know, hey, Amazon costs money, totally get that. Although some books are free if you get them through, um, you know, the Amazon app. But don't forget the library. Libraries are free. You can get a library card for free. And you can take a book out for free and read it and then bring it back and then repeat the same thing. Too many people overlook the power of a library. You have just volumes and volumes and literally tons of books of knowledge of people's lives, of people's thoughts, of people's experience sitting in a building not far from you possibly that is allowing you to come in and take some of that knowledge home with you and gain it. What better method of leveling up in the game can there be than the ability to learn you know look at any of your great players in the game take michael jordan take uh wayne gretzky take muhammad ali take uh you know lou gehrig take any of these people whose names stand out in the sport and they studied it they read about it they analyzed it you want to be a better player? Learn how to level up. You want to learn how to level up? Learn how to grow, how to expand, how to educate yourself. That is the whole process 
of becoming a better player in the game, in whatever the game is, game of life, game of work, game of sex, game of relationships, game of uh, communicating, game of fitness, game of money, all of that, the key is, boom, being able to learn and grow. So here's my list. You know, some of these may surprise you, but I've got a little bit about the book and why I think it's a great read. That's my honorable mentions that uh, that I have not. Well, some of these I've read and some of these I have not in the honorable mention list. But um, definitely take take time. And if you do nothing else, at least get one of these books and give it a shot. And I really think you'd be surprised. So here we go. Uh, and this is not in any specific order. Like this is better than that one because it's first or second. But Think and Grow Rich, first book I'm going to mention by Napoleon Hill. This book is considered by many to be the ultimate guide in, in business and not entrepreneurship. Also, as well as uh, one of the key books in terms of positive mental attitude. Written in 1937, but the book is timeless. And it's a bit of a dense read, but it's totally worth it. And you will see the... Um, the, the 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 fingerprint of Think and Grow Rich in just about every modern uh, self-help and, and mental help and business growth book out there, you'll see it. Whether it be The Secret, which we're going to talk about, whether it be uh, speeches given by Zig Ziglar, you know, Steve Harvey talks about it, um, The Psychology of Money, which is on the list by Morgan Housel. All these books reach back into some of the key concepts of Think and Grow Rich. It's a fascinating book. It's still timeless. I try and read it once a year. Um, I know Bob Proctor, the late and great Bob Proctor, if you know who he is. He, <laughs> I think he said he read the book like every month. And hats off to him, man. <laughs> Even I don't read that fast. But definitely pick up a copy of Think and Grow Rich. You can get it. Um, you can get it anywhere. And in some places, you can download it for free as, as a PDF. Animal Farm, kind of a surprise for people that I picked that one. Uh, George Orwell wrote this in 1945. It's a classic tale. It teaches men, uh, you know, you know, we're talking about men's lifestyle on the show, but it, it can teach a man about corruption and hope and greed all through the eyes of livestock. It is... It is... Uh, sinisterly powerful because at first you're like oh it's a book about animals and they're talking you think of you know something cutesier even though there was a message in you know like charlotte's web or something like that um it's not quite as dark as like water shipped down but it's powerful and you know why should you read this because every page makes you reassess what you're after in life you know what's important to you what you're willing to give up in order to get what you want and it creeps up on you just what it's teaching you but there's nothing more powerful than the very creepy last scene i'm not going to spoil it for you but definitely it's a quick read check it out i thought it was amazing and it's on the list diary of anne frank uh, if you don't know who anne frank is she was a, a young young girl who was a writer and kept a diary slash journal. I think diary is the best way to describe it. Um, and she writes about the two year occupation 
of the Nazis, <clears throat> excuse me, in the Netherlands. And, you know, why is it on the list? It humanizes the horror of the Holocaust. You know, you can read the numbers, you can read the history books, you can read, you know, dates, but when you see it through the eyes of Anne Frank, it, 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 it expands your mind. You know, and I think that's one of the most important things that reading does is it expands your mind. It grows you as a person. Um, the Diary of Anne Frank is powerful. I'd say it's simplistic, not to say it's, it's a dumb book, but it's just, it's written by a, by a young girl and it's just simple. It's like just a regular everyday person writing, but she's an amazing writer. And I really found that this book, you know, it takes you out of your shit and puts you into somebody's life who's going through some real shit. Along these lines, we could talk about, you know, um, uh, Eli Weissel's Night. We talked about Schindler's List. You might be thinking, well, how do these books teach me about, you know, relationships and communication and business? They broaden you, right? And a real player is broad. A real player is is present on so many levels. They're not just stuck on one topic or one one pursuit. They're multidimensional, multifaceted. And then therefore and thereby, they're very fascinating. So Anne Frank totally picked that up. Tools of the Titan, I'm sorry, Tools of the Titans, love this book. Um, Tim Ferriss, who's a famous podcaster and author, um, he did the, the four, four day work week, I believe it was four day work week. Um, you know, he's got this great, almost investigative, immersive style where he finds a topic and goes like just eyeball deep into it and learns about it and writes about it. Two of the, of the Titans, uh, 2016 collection of tales and tips about everything. So he's talking about health, he's talking about business, talking about task completion, he's talking about lifestyle, and he interviews all these people. Uh, he had a podcast, I'm not sure if it's still there, but he interviews all these people, celebrities, scientists, entrepreneurs, regular business people, just amazing people. It's over a hundred, and he boils down the interviews into like just these really meaty sections. So it might be like, you know, Schwarzenegger wrote the uh the forward but it might be when he talks to um i know he talked to jamie fox in the interview but for example it might be his discussion with jamie fox six pages from the interview that people could just read and take something away and apply it to their lives and that is like so powerful because most of the time when you get you know books about how to and how to be better at this and how to be better at that there's some fluff in it and not, not, I don't mean fluff in an insulting way, but there's just extra. The person, where did they grow up and, and et cetera, and their town and where they go to school. A lot of the Titans book boils that down and it's just boom, here's the hot part or here is a hot part of the interview. And I, it's masterful. It's, it's <laughs> why I read it. It's almost like a cheat sheet to doing things better. So if you have not, Rad Tools of the Titans, definitely pick up a copy. It's a great book. And it's like a great reference book. So you can just keep it with you. And, you know, you don't have to read it cover to cover. It's a big book. Um, you can jump around. So I thought it was great.
To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, Harper Lee wrote this in, or published this in 1960. A lot of people have seen the movie uh, with Gregory Peck. What's the book about? It's basically a snapshot of Southern racism seen through the eyes of a rebellious young girl whose dad is defending a black man accused of, uh, of trying to sexually assault a young girl. Why read this? Well, once again, it, it truly makes you think. It, it opens your mind to the idea of justice. Um, now granted, the justice system, I like to think has come a long way since this piece, which I think it focuses on the, the 50s, if I'm correct. Justice system still has a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm very well aware of that. But it just makes you think about what is right, what is wrong? What is justice? What's justice to you as opposed to what's justice to society? And also it will make you analyze and reassess your relationship with your father or the father figures in your life. Um, what it is to have a hero on a pedestal and what is it, you know, to see that person human, to see them struggle and you know, what do you do when you think you're always right, but you find out you're not? So Kill, To Kill a Mockingbird is a great book. It's it's another, it's a quick read. <laughs> it's it's just funny because it's one of those books that they make you read in school. And, you know, if you go back and look at it again as a, as a grown man, I think, I guarantee you it'll have a different impact. It'll hit different. Um, next up, The Secret. Definitely a big fan of this book. 2006. Self-help book by Rhonda Byrne highlights the the general concept of the law of attraction through interviews and, and essay proposals and 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 so on. So, you know, why read this? Well, it was huge years ago, and for the people who follow the law of attraction, it's a must. You got to have this book if you're interested. It's also a must. You want to know what's the law of attraction? Um, you know, it boils down the concept and delivers it in a very entertaining, not to take away from the, from the, the content, but entertaining and palatable way to grasp the concept. If you're a naysayer and you think the law of attraction is some mumble jumbo hooey, still read the secret because one of the key points, whether you believe in law of attraction or not, it just talks about how you have a choice on dwelling on the worst or dwelling on the positive. And, you know, I really think that regardless of where you fall on the idea of law of attraction, it's a worthwhile book. It's a great read. And once again, it's a great reference book. You can pick it up and read the book when you need to think about a certain portion of your life and law of attraction, or you can read the whole thing from scratch and, Easily probably a couple of days. It's not a very, not a very big book, but, um, the secrets on the list for men to become better players and to level up. After that, I'd recommend the book Walden, uh, by Henry David Thoreau. It's a novel detailing a man's search for his role in, in life and in the world. And it all takes place as he's just secluded in his cabin and you know, if you're not familiar with Thoreau, he was very big in the nature. And 
the book kind of has nature as a powerful backdrop in, in the characters uh, and the authors, kind of like a reassessment of who he is and where he is. Why should you read this? Well, if you're not a nature person, um, Walden's a great read because it will make you take a step back and look at, you know, the freaking trees that you pass every day and take for granted the grass, the air, the water, the, the sky. I mean, it, it really makes you live in the moment and get outside and embrace nature and that you're a part of it and it embraces you back. So I think Walden's a powerful read. It also makes you think a lot about how we treat the environment how we treat ourselves and, and so on. So, you know, it's an older book. I mean, obviously it's older. It's 1800s. <laughs> Damn it, Jack, how old are you? You see, it's just older. Um, you can get a copy anywhere. You can download it, I'm sure. And um, just give it a read. Definitely give it a shot. I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings is also on my list of books to read to level up. 1969 biographical piece from the legendary poet, uh, Maya Angelou. Why read this? Because regardless of who we are and, and what you are, the writing showcases the birth of an amazing voice through horrific trauma. And true players are masters of empathy, right? So that's why you see that one guy at a party or at dinner or at the bar, or at the club, whatever, people are just drawn to him because he's empathetic. He is able to get out of his own shit, get out of his own head, and connect with people sincerely and genuinely and reach out to them on their level about what they're going through. And he actively listens. He just doesn't hear and wait to talk. Empathy is, it's like any muscle quote unquote, you, it gets better as you practice it. Reading a book like I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings will give you insight into a life that you may not have, have any idea about. Maybe you're not black. Maybe you're not a woman. Maybe you're not a poet. Maybe you're not of the age that Maya Angelou was uh, or would be. You know, I mean, she's passed away, but you're not in her generation. You read this book and you will step out of who and what you are and wrap yourself around her journey, her plight, her struggles. Boom. Empathy exercise. So check it out. It's, it's, it's a hard book. You know, I mean, it hits on some very, very dark topics, um, sexual abuse, racism, etc. But read it. You'll come out the other side a different and a better person. Oh, uh, let's see. Still on the list, The Alchemist. Very popular book. A lot of people have not read it, but they've heard of it. Uh, Paolo Colos, sorry if I jacked up his name, his amazing 1988 tale about a young boy on the search for riches who travels far and wide to discover true power. The Alchemist is another book that sneaks upon you with its message. And I remember reading it and thinking, like, God, where, why is this book so popular? What is it about? When do we get there? But when you get there and you see things through the eye of the boy and the people who have been giving him a message about 
in his own way, leveling up. Once it clicks, oh man, like it, it's easily worth rereading it. But the lessons that it teaches are very powerful. Um, a lot of great business people, a lot of great coaches, a lot of great personalities and, and influencers and power brokers have the chemist in their personal library at home. So definitely, you know, go pick, go pick it up and join that group. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, uh, 1823. This was, uh, published. If you don't know what Frankenstein's about and don't, some of the movies have nailed it perfectly, but very few have gotten it dead on. No pun intended. Frankenstein is about a grieving and enraged scientist who sets out to defy death by creating life himself. And we've all seen Frankenstein's monster in movies. You know, he's green with the bolts in the neck and everything and brought to life by lightning. He's made up of, you know, various cadavers and stuff. And, but why read Frankenstein? Okay. Well, first of all, it's, it's, it's thick. It's a big book. Some of the English and some of the languages is kind of hard to get through. But if nothing else, it's beautifully written. Um, and I think one of the key things about leveling up is expanding your mind, expanding your vocabulary. And the more you read, the smarter you get. You learn new words. So you will learn new words when you read Frankenstein. But in addition to a great work of fiction, you know, monsters and everything, Frankenstein is all about decisions, making decisions, choosing something, perseverance, resiliency, being able to admit when you're wrong, um, male loneliness. You know, guys don't like to talk about if we're lonely, if we're, how our emotions are. Frankenstein is all about men being lonely and coming to grips with it. And lastly, it's about how your choices and the repercussions of those choices can impact you and the people around you. So, I mean, I think a lot of people write Frankenstein off as just a monster story. Uh, and th that's a huge travesty because it's so much deeper than just, oh, some guy stitched dead people back together and hit them with electricity. Frankenstein is deep, man. <laughs> it's really about like, are you sure you want to do this? Like that should be the tagline for Frankenstein. Are you sure you want to do this? So check it out. It might be of a slower read because like I said, it's, you know, it's a, it, it's old English almost and, and it's a big book, but it's definitely worth giving a shot. Lastly on my list, I'm going to talk about, I heard about this book watching an interview with the actor, um, Benicio del Toro. And he mentions his book, uh, Rock and Steady. And Rock and Steady is by the legendary NBA player, Walt Frazier. Written in kind of a conversational style. It's a book from Frazier with tips on being cool, tips on fashion, tips on how to treat people, communication, etc. Why read this? Because cool is timeless. And the book is, you know, 30 years old. It's still cool. <laughs> you know, some of the stuff he talks about, like some of the fashion and flair, <coughs> excuse me, 
and terminology might be a bit dated. Um, you know, you ain't walking on no bell bottoms, I'm pretty sure. But the core elements of cool that he covers just don't age. They don't go out of style. And, you know, what makes it great is similar to the tools of the Titans, you can just pick a chapter, drop in it, read it, and, you know, boom, you're good. And then maybe you come back and read the chapter before it, two chapters afterwards. You don't have to read it cover to cover for to get to get something out of it, to get a flow. Um, it's kind of a hard book to find. You can get it on Amazon. I got mine off eBay. It was a lot better price. But, yeah, Rock and Steady by Walt Frazier. Check it out. It's definitely a, a great read. And I think any player needs to have this book in his library. Some honorable mentions. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. It's a great book. Um, a little bit of Law of Attraction, a little bit Law of Assumption, but a lot of it is just straight great ideas for money. Schindler's List, I mentioned that. We all know about Schindler um, by Thomas Kennelly. I believe I pronounced that right. Roots by Alex Haley, um, huge and powerful book about slavery. Once again, these books that are about other groups or other genders or other orientations expand your mind. So don't be afraid if like, well, I don't know anything about slavery. My people weren't affected by slavery. Read the damn book. The Richest Man in Babylon by George uh, Clayson is a great book. The House on Mango Street by Susan Cisneros, if I got her name wrong, I'm so sorry. Another good mind expansive book about a different cultural experience. And lastly, The Psychology of Money by Morgan um, Husso. And really good book. A very honest and frank look at money and how we think of money, how it impacts us. Great lessons on wealth, greed, riches, and, and happiness. So it's um a good book. And if you want to read Psychology and Money, Psychology of Money, I'm sorry, and Secrets of the Millionaire Mind at the same time, you get a very unique experience and uh, totally worthwhile. So I hope you guys pick up one or all of those books, read them, enjoy them, level up. Don't forget to sign up for the Game On with Jackson Stewart's uh, email list and you can pick up your free 15 confidence commandments now that's at gameonwithjack.aweb.page join us on youtube at gameonwithjack patreon.com slash gameonwithjack and lastly twitter handle at gameonwithjack you guys keep it sexy game on